What's up? Hello. Welcome to Sounds Fake But Okay, a podcast where an arrow ace girl, I'm Sarah, that's me. And a demi straight girl, that's me, Kayla. Talk about all things to do with love, relationships, sexuality, and pretty much anything else we just don't understand. On today's episode, sexuality quizzes. Sounds fake, but okay. Mosquito. Okay. I really was thinking about this last night because I couldn't remember if I did one in the last episode, and it was—I think I did. But anyway, I'm wearing a sweatsuit and I'm ready. Okay. What are we talking about this week? Uh, this... wait. Before we go, reminder: May seventeenth. Yeah, I was five thirty Eastern time mm-hmm. live stream. Yes. Don't forget. We have a YouTube that's going to be on. We have, like, ten whole subscribers now. Two of them are us. It's very exciting. If you want to listen to our stupid theme song. I did put our intro theme song as a, like, 15-second video on there because I love it, and I know how much Sarah hates it, and I think it's funny. And so it's on there now. You're welcome. Spent a lot of time editing that up. <laughs> cool. Okay, this week. So this week, <clears throat> Where did my voice go? Away. So, so the at the Ace and Me Two on Twitter, which I think is someone from our Discord, but I can't quite remember. Might not be. Y'all have got to have the same handles you everywhere. Don't have to. But <laughs> for those of you that do, it is it's very helpful. helpful. Anyway, <laughs> so they they sent us this thing. They sent us a tweet, and they were like, "You should talk about and maybe even attempt one of the asexuality quizzes." And I replied back, and I was like, "What's that?" And they were like, here's an example, there's many more. They didn't want to say what they thought about it, they wanted to know what we thought about it, and also, like, general sexuality quizzes. Yeah. So, I have heard of the, what is it, the Kinsey? The Kinsey scale. Scale is, like, a quiz you can take and you answer questions. It basically puts you on a scale between heterosexual and homosexual. A lot to unpack. The middle being bisexual. Well, okay, the middle, okay, zero is exclusively hetero, six is exclusively homo, three in the middle is equally heterosexual and homosexual, which, like, the way that's described is, I think, problematic to begin with. There's a lot here that could be unpacked. Yes. But not... And if if you look at, like, the rating of one, it says predominantly heterosexual, only incidentally homosexual. But, like, but also, what the fuck does that even mean? Yeah, it's, like, in certain incidents, but, yeah. Yeah, so it's, I mean, scales like this, I don't even, when was, do we know anything about this? I'm on the Wikipedia page, so I'm an expert. Okay, good. Give me a Who made this? Was it a straight white man, as I'm expecting? It was Alfred Kinsey. There it is. It was created in order to demonstrate that sexuality does not fit into two strict categories. Oh, Instead, so he, he believed that sexuality is fluid and subject to change over time. So it was... He meant well. It was It was well-intentioned. The pro- That's just the problem with... I mean, it's a problem... Um, is he a psychologist? Um, I... It seems I'm like a very psychologist thing to do. Yeah. Because I think the problem with a lot of, like, personality tests, like the Myers-Briggs, which isn't true and is fake and I could do a whole episode about it, but, like, the Enneagram and just any type of, like, personality scale or test is they're putting something on, like, a solid scale, giving you a number, which, like, just in life isn't really how anything works. Mm -hmm. Like, everything is fluid and is going to change throughout time or, like, might change depending on the context. So, like, you know, having a specific number or rating isn't great. 
Yeah. So it sounds like he meant well, but then when you just put a number on it and a a label, it's still, you know. And I can't... I mean, to be fair, the reports that he wrote that this is based off of were released in 1948 and 1953. So he was ahead of his time. So he was ahead of the curve. And so did he make the scale or just made some books that then people made the scale off of? Is this his fault? Should I be mad at Alfred? We don't know. Um, Can any of you know? Yes, no, he used the Kinsey scale. Okay, well, that's unfortunate. But he... But well, but I think at the, for the time, t- for the time, that was a huge step forward in terms of yes. referring to sexuality as, as, like, fluid and that right, sort of thing. Yeah. It, the concept of asexuality, as we know it today, did not exist at that point. Right. And so, with the Kinsey scale, it's zero through six, and then X. And X is no sociosexual contacts or reactions. Right. Now, when I took the Kinsey scale for the first time, when I was a freshman in college and a tiny baby who didn't totally understand my sexuality... Um, but you were about to get there. Do you want... Is there something you want to say before that? No, no, I'm saying you were about in your oh, life. Okay. You were months away from yes. understanding I wasn't that far sexuality. away, but, like, I was... Yeah. I was still in, like, the questioning yeah. phase. Yeah. And... When I took the, my my family after my grandmother's funeral, well, because we're you all, all sitting there, there head canon is that your grandma was bi. Well, that's what that's what one of my relatives thinks. Anything could be the truth, but no, but, it's, but based on how know, gay your family is, yeah, no my family has a lot of queer queer folks in it, yeah. and so we were all just taking the the test. Mm-hmm. And the website that I took it on. Instead of saying that X is no sociosexual context or reactions, it just told me that I failed. <laughs> Which is... And I was like... Interesting. Oh! Cool. Yeah. I don't remember if I've ever taken the Kinsey scale. So maybe we should... I mean, I want to take this asexuality quiz that we found. Yeah. And I, I think we should also take the Kinsey scale, because it'd be interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I know what I'm going to get, so I think you should take the Kinsey scale. Well, I think scale. it's also... If, no one's, if people are listening that have never heard of it or taken it, it'd be interesting to hear the questions and just hear us go through it. That's fair. I think you should take the Kinsey scale, but I don't I don't know if there's a need for me to do it. Okay. I mean, all right. Well, let me, let me look it Because it's just going to tell me that I'm X. So we'll do this first, because I think this is, like, the one that's most known. Wait, okay. Oh, there's a drunk history video of how the Kinsey scale was created. Shit. We should have done our research on this one. We should have. Wait, okay, good. hold on. In, I'm on the Wikipedia page, so mm-hmm. you know it's super reliable. I mean, it probably is. It says, I mean, there are two citations here. So oh. it says, although the additional X grade used to mean no socio-sexual contacts or reactions is today described as asexuality... Scholar Justin J. Miller stated, The Kinsey X classification emphasized a lack of sexual behavior, whereas the modern definition of asexuality emphasizes a lack of sexual attraction. As such, the Kinsey scale may not be sufficient for accurate classification of asexuality. Hmm. Interesting. Shout out to Justin J. I wonder if that's the guy that's on Drunk History. We should watch it at some point. I don't know, but he he wrote this in 2017. Hmm. Alright, so I found one as Kinsey Scale Test on IDRlabs.com. Let me see the website. That's not where it's okay. Should I? It does, no, it's fine. Okay. It doesn't matter. Okay. They're all the same. Um, the Kinsey team... Okay, so this was, I think this is a little bit about how it was developed. Mm-hmm. So it was just saying it was made by these people. The Kinsey team interviewed thousands of people about their sexual histories. Research showed that sexual behavior, thoughts, and feelings toward the same or opposite sex were not always consistent across time. So, interesting. Um, so the question one, and tell me if these questions sound wrong, mm-hmm. and I'll find a different one. Um, to whom are you attracted? 
both men and women, mostly people of the opposite sex from mine, mostly people from the same sex as mine, only people of the opposite sex from mine, and only people of the same sex as mine. Does that sound like it? Yeah. Correct. So I would it say... It is assuming that gender is binary. But honestly, but for it's the mid-1900s... 40s, pretty... That is for now, some good shit. If this was made now, I'd be upset. Yeah. But and we can get into that later. Uh, so I would say I only attract people of the opposite sex from mine. Who have you had sex with? And it's the same... Or no, so both men and women. Both men and women, but I prefer people of the opposite sex. Both men and women, but I prefer people of the same sex. Only opposite sex, or only same sex. So only opposite sex. Who have you had sexual fantasies about? What does that mean? You're asking an ace bitch. doesn't mean you don't know the definition of a word. (laughs) What is a sexual fantasy? What do you mean, what is a sexual fantasy? I don't know. I mean, I'll say only people the opposite sex, because I think that's true of... I mean, if you're Demi, that would make sense. I don't... I was talking to someone about this the other day. I don't think I've ever had a sex dream. I've heard those happen a lot. Yeah, apparently people have those. I don't know. I don't think I have had one that I remember. Anyway, I'll say only well, people the, the opposite sex. It doesn't sex. have to necessarily just mean a sex dream, but... Well, no, yeah. but I, I... As a Demi person, I think I've... I've talked to other people before, too, of, like, sometimes I see a random attractive person and I imagine myself, like, doing stuff with them and I'm like, hello, what? Like, yeah. I've never... Yeah. But I've had Who are you? <laughs> sexual thoughts about my partners, which are always of the opposite sex. So yeah. I, my Demi heart is so confused. To whom do you form strong emotional bonds? Uh, it's the same question, so... But it doesn't specify romantic bonds. It doesn't? Uh uh-huh. So how should I answer it this? It doesn't specify romantic or sexual bonds. I think it's implied that that's what it means. I Yeah, that's what I assumed it meant. But how sh- should I answer what I think it is asking? Yeah. Alright, so I'd say opposite sex. I do have strong emotional bonds to women. I promise. Just not like that. Who do you feel most comfortable socializing with? Uh, then it's the same questions. I would say I feel most comfortable socializing with other women. Yeah, me too. Um, but I think as I've gotten old, it's it's weird though because I think I mentioned this on the pod before. When I was in like first grade, all of my friends were guys, yeah. and then I had no male friends until high school. And now I have more female friends than male friends, but I do have more fun- male more male friends now, and I'm yeah. like. I've gotten used to it. Like, yeah. I've, I've gotten better at being friends with yeah. guys. I have never had many male friends. I didn't really grow up with any, like, in elementary and middle school. I had, like, one closer one and just, like, other guys mm-hmm. that I was, like, kind of friends with. Even now, I don't think I have that many guy friends that are yeah. close. I have a couple really close ones, but, like, definitely more female friends. Yeah. Um, so who would I feel most... So, if this is asked about socializing, should I go back? I... User interpretation. <sighs> See, this is... Ugh. I mean, it's just, they, they didn't have the same view of sexuality yeah. as we, I mean, this, this yeah. caused a huge change in the view of sexuality, yeah. so they totally did not have the same view we, we have it, we have of it now, and it's also, like, when it's saying bonds, it's like, are you talking about, like, sexual yeah. shit, or are you talking about romantic yeah. shit, because people have different sexual and romantic orientations, yeah. blah, 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 blah. That's why it's so hard to take now, because it's, yeah. yeah. So I said, who do you feel most comfortable socializing with? I said mostly people of the same sex as mine. Uh, the idea of having sex with someone of the opposite sex from mine is desirable, interesting, tolerable, negative, disgusting. 
the idea of it. I mean, I want to say interesting just because, like, it's not something that I necessarily want, mm -hmm. but it sounds like an interesting experience. I mean, I think that would make sense. Because it just, I mean, I don't have any, like, set plans to do it. Wait, what What was the question? The idea of having sex with someone from the opposite that's the opposite set. Wait, oh. Yeah, you you misunderstood that. I misunderstood. Okay, this idea, okay, this is so hard, though. The idea yeah. of having sex with someone of the opposite sex from mine is desirable, interesting, tolerable, negative, disgusting. Because it depends on who it is. Yeah. The, so I think I would also have to say interesting, because mm -hmm. to me it depends. For some people, it's desirable. Mm -hmm. For other people, it's like, no, thank you. Yeah. So I think I'll just put interesting, because... It depends. And then someone is the same sex as mine. See, for this I would also put interesting, but for a different reason. Yeah. Because I think... Interesting is a vague descriptor. Yeah. Because, like, I don't have any set plans to have sex with someone of the same... Another woman. I don't see it as something that's hap gonna happen. But, like, it seems like an interesting experience that could be a good time <laughs> if it happens. You know? Like, you know? I love plans, but you know. I mean, I'm not going to, like, say never in my life. Yeah. You know, I don't know what's going to happen. Sexuality is fluid. All right, so I That's the whole point. Your results, I am a one. So, heterosexual, incidental, homosexual tendencies. Mm -hmm. So, I'm hetero with incidental homosexual tendencies. And it does not explain what that means. Yep. So, I would say that's pretty accurate. Yeah. For where I see my heterosexuality, it's, like, mm -hmm. pretty far... Yeah. To the hetero side. Well, and when I took this, too, when I, when it was like, oh, you failed, I was like, um, what? And so, my cousin had taken it, and it said she failed, but then she realized that she had accidentally said that she had no attraction, like, whatever. And so then I was like, oh, that's, that's what did me in. Mm. So I, I clicked something else on that, but then it was very hard to answer the rest of the questions, because it was like... I don't, I, I just don't mm -hmm. have attraction yeah. in this way, so, like, I'm just guessing at what I think it would be, which, yeah. it, I mean, that's, that's basically impossible. Yeah, I mean, there's no, looking at the options it gave me, there was no options for, like, neither. Yeah. So, and it does make it difficult, because there was options for both, but, the, yeah, there was no option for, like, I don't really want to. Yeah. 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 Well, that's that. So I guess that's I'm the Kinsey one. scale. The Kinsey scale was very. It was one of the first the things of its type, mm -hmm. um, and I think it did help a lot in terms of like sexuality is fluid. It's just it's now we now view it as more fluid than Kinsey ever could have imagined. Yeah, I think for its time it was great. Using it now isn't. I don't think especially helpful because it leaves out a lot. Yeah. Um, and as our friend Justin J. Laymiller said, it's not, um, the best descriptor of asexuality yeah. because it's, it doesn't encompass all of the nuance of mm -hmm. asexuality. Yeah. And it doesn't it, encompass the nuance of most things. Yeah, I don't think it encompasses the nuance of bisexuality, I don't, yeah. Pansexuality. Yeah. 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 And it also assumes a gender binary. Right. So. Yeah, so it doesn't really leave much of anything mm -hmm. but yeah so that's the kinsey that's scale. kinsey hit me with um another quiz all right so this is the one that was actually sent to us mm -hmm. by our friend on twitter um so 
I just now, like, I clicked on this page when it was first sent to us and saw this quiz. I just now started kind of, like, looking at the website it's on and the description of the quiz. Mm -hmm. So, the title of the article or quiz or whatever is, Are You Asexual? Take the Test. And then it Mm -hmm. says, Do you lack feelings of sexual attraction toward others? Is your sex drive very low? That's not the same. a A sentence. You may asexual. (laughs) Take our free asexuality test to discover your unique percentage score. Percent- oof. So here's- so I then looked at the rest of this website, because I was like, what is this? It is- so it- let me look. send it to me? It's called lonerwolf.com. Also, the link to the quiz is in the ideas doc. Oh, is it? Okay. Alright, so basic, basically the this website's lonerwolf.com, where this quiz is, but this, the website in general is like a spirituality blog, which mm-hmm. is, to me, upsetting as someone who has, like, recently got more into spirituality, and mm-hmm. I have found some good blogs, if anyone's interested. Um, but so it, it's a lot about spirituality and just, like, you know, your life path and stuff like that, mm-hmm. where I'm assuming this quiz was under, so they have, like, a tab that's, like, topics, mm-hmm. and there's body, heart, mind, soul, spirit. And under the body tab, there's articles about, um, like, your instincts. There's one about how to be sensual, increasing your sexual confidence, muscle tension, yoga, um, your chakras. Here, I'm just look. I'm looking at just, like, the front page of this quiz, and it's like, you might also enjoy. Can I read you what we might also enjoy? Mm. Are you aroused by intelligence? Free sapiosexual text. Test. Do you struggle to feel attracted to others? Free demisexual test. That's mm. not what demi Okay, is. mark that one, though, because we're going to come back to that mm. for sure. Is your sexual orientation complicated? Free pansexual test. So, let me, hold on, let me go to their about page, because it does, they, I started reading it, but it's, it's, this page is by two, like, I think they're a married or together couple. They were, after uniting on 11, oh, see, I hate this, because, like, I, I'm very interested in this stuff now, but these are people now that I don't believe and they're making things look stupid. <laughs> and it's upsetting me. Um, so don't take these people's website as like, you know, just don't. Yeah. Um, so let's, I'm reading about the woman. Um, is, I just want to know if she's queer or not. Mm. I'm just like reading some of the, the comments on this quiz. And this person was basically just like, Here's my story. I don't know what my sexual orientation is because she was in like a bad relationship and since then she like hasn't been like yeah. sexually attracted to people and the 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 woman answers and she's like, I'm not a professional, but and then two paragraphs of shit. Yeah. Um and they go question do I want to touch his or her private parts? If the answer is yes, then you are sexual. If the answer is no, you are asexual. It's but that is, that's, not, it's just not it's that just, simple. It's not how it works. So, it looks like this quiz was written by the woman. So, I just briefly scanned the about page, and it was about the woman and the man that run this. Mm-hmm. Neither of them, so they've had descriptions, and they talked about, like, their childhoods, and they had a lot of other, just, like, facts about them. So, it looks like the woman is, I don't know if she has any sort of degree. She is interested in psychology. Neither of them have listed on there their sexualities. You know what you have? A degree. In psychology. By the time you're re- listening, to, by the time you're reading this, by the time you're listening to this, I do have a degree in psychology and, and perhaps more qualified than this woman. <laughs> it's 
Okay. Well, I am more qualified than her in several ways already, I know. But anyway. <laughs> anyway, so I don't know if they are. But that, yeah. All right, so how about, do you want to just uh, take the quiz? Take the quiz. Okay. First question is, I don't think about, or you don't think about sex at all. Agree, disagree, or only sometimes. That is, first of all, the wording of this question you don't think about sex at all, only sometimes. Only sometimes I don't think about it? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> I, here's the thing. Here's the shenanigans. Um, I think those answers are like, I know they have an only sometimes as like an in-between, but what if it's like, I pretty much never think about sex, but I live in a world where it's gonna yeah. come up, you know? Yeah. There's no nuance available. There's no nuance. So like, I mean, I guess I would say agree. I but that I, I it's you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, like I I'm I fall closest to agree. Yeah. But that's that's not where I my actual yeah. actual answer would land. I mean, I would say I fall closest to I disagree. However, for me, it does depend on whether I'm in a relationship at the time. Yeah. So. You're aware of how differently you perceive sex than most people. Uh, but it's not about how I perceive sex. It's about whether I want to do it. I would... I, I do think that you do perceive sex differently, though, because you... Most people perceive it as very important. And you do That's not. That's fair. That's how I read that question. Yeah, then I guess I agree. But it, it's asking him if I'm aware of that. <laughs> so would I say kind of? Because... It's asking about my awareness of how I perceive sex differently. I mean, I don't know. I'm gonna say I agree. I'm gonna say, kind of. You think about sex in a very scientific and clinical way without experiencing erotic feelings. I would say, yeah. I would say I disagree, because I do experience erotic feelings. I hate that. I don't like that word. I I mean, I don't really think about it in a scientific or clinical way either. Yeah, I don't know what they're trying to get at with that. You don't really know whether you're straight, gay, lesbian, or bisexual. Well, what if I know that I'm ace? (laughs) Well, then you'd say disagree. I disagree because I do know that I'm none of those things. When you see naked bodies, they don't arouse any sexual desires in you. That's very true. See, this one for me, I have to say only sometimes because it depends on if I'm emotionally attached to that naked body. I... Listen, I'd say only sometimes, I guess. I wholeheartedly agree. I don't ever want to see a dick. Ever. I hate it. I saw a vagina on Twitter today and was displeased by it. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah. Also, I've seen, like, several dicks on Twitter, and I thought Twitter was not allowing that, but I've seen... Twitter allows a lot of things these days, Kayla. Nazis, dicks. Tea. Dicks who are Nazis. Good one. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, this next question doesn't make sense. It says, you don't like masturbating. And if you do, you don't fantasize about naked bodies when you do it. There's literally there's two, there's two different questions. questions. When I took a class in my psychology major about writing survey questions, <laughs> we specifically talked about not doing this. In my class. I am more qualified than this woman. Confirmed. I don't know I, what... I mean, I... There's... I, I... I... How do you answer this? Two questions. I mean, I guess I feel like the answer would probably. I, I, I mean, I guess I feel like the answer would probably be the same for both questions, for most people. Yeah, 
But it's still two questions. Yeah, I mean, I think they probably go together often. Yeah. Okay. All right. (laughs) (laughs) All right, you feel that physical attraction has nothing to do with love. Ah, but I... I... This one... All of them have, like, disagree, agree, and then, like, a don't this know one or doesn't not sure. Not. And this one just straight up doesn't. And this is the one I would probably, I would probably like put to answer not, not sure. sure. I mean, I think... I mean, if we're talking about romantic love, I think I disagree. Because I think there has to be some sort of physical attraction if you're talking about romantic sexual love. It doesn't necessarily have to be... That it was, like, lust at first sight. But I... I, It seems to me that that would probably be the case. I... Yeah, I think I would disagree, too, because even as a demisexual person, where, like, personality matters a lot to me, Mm -hmm. and does influence how I see someone's physical body a lot, Mm -hmm. like, I still found... Like, when I was using Tinder, like... I was using faces, and I mm-hmm. knew very well. And I have a type. Kayla, you have a type. If you look at my past three boyfriends, they look the same. I mean, the current one looks better. But, like, they look <laughs> the same. So, like, I, yeah, I'd have to yeah, disagree, because I, I do disagree. think... You never... Okay, <laughs> this question says, you never initiate sex. Agree, disagree, only sometimes. It has never I in o- the question. I only sometimes never initiate sex. <laughs> Oh, boy. I mean, yeah. Okay. <laughs> you find sex scenes in movies or books to be unnecessary or boring. Here's the thing. I... It depends on the plot. I can, f- I can find them uncomfortable. That doesn't mean I think that they're unnecessary or boring. Yeah. And I... I mean, obviously Fifty Shades of Grey is not my cup of tea. Yeah. But, but if it's like a... I'm trying to think of any book I've read recently where there's, like, a sex scene. Well, like, I mean, I like, I've, I've, in my day, I haven't read fan fiction in a really long time. Me neither. But I've read smut. But I, for I, smut's sake. Yeah, like, I have read fan fiction that includes smut and have been totally unfazed by it. Yeah, like, I've definitely written, read fan fiction that is, like, just smut. <laughs> and I was like, this seems like an interesting plot. Also. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, so, I would disagree. I, I would say it's not that I find them unnecessary or boring. It's that I can just, I they can make me uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But that's, like, the extent of it. So I guess I disagree. Yeah. You've often had to fake an interest in sex for the sake of a conversation. I just uh, refuse to do that. I disagree. I scored. I scored 50 points or above, meaning that you're likely an asexual. Did you get a number that says you scored something? It says... 50 points or above. Oh, Ooh, you, you scored, scored 60. 60. So, Sarah scored a 60. I scored a 10. Yeah. And it says, you received a score below 50, meaning you're probably not asexual. I'm only 60% ace, guys. Interesting. So, this <laughs> does say, now there's links to, why not take another test? Are you demisexual? Are you sapiosexual? Are you pansexual? So, I want to take the demisexual one. I want to take the demisexual one. Just to see what knows. Um, do you often think of yourself as asexual yet occasionally feel sexual attraction to people close to you? If so, you may be a demisexual. I mean, that's a... Eh. That's not bad. Uh, explore your inner demons. Go to shop. No. I've never understood the attraction to porn. I'm not at all aroused by it. I've never watched porn. Have we talked about this? I feel like we did in our episode on porn. I've never watched porn. Never interested me. 
kind of... Yeah. I've just never had the urge. So I guess I'd say... I mean, I understand... Well, here's the problem. I understand yeah. the attraction to porn, but I'm not aroused by it. I guess I wouldn't then, know if then, I'm aroused by it, but... Then I would say that agree. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I noticed that the culture I live in is very sexually charged, so I tend to feel a bit alienated. Why wasn't that in the ace quiz? I agree. But I would say I agree with this, yes. because, like, especially on a college campus, yeah. I don't participate in a lot of things other people do. Sometimes I find myself developing sexual attraction to, in close platonic friendships. For me, no. Mm-hmm. However, I have heard of this being common in demisexuals. Interesting. But I have, I've read of other demisexuals being like, oh, I have a close friend, and all of a sudden now I'm attracted to them. Oh, no. Mm. I've never had this. Yeah, me neither. But also, I'm not demi. <laughs> well, there you go. So I'd say not really. Uh, I'm aesthetically attracted to certain people's faces and bodies, but I'm rarely interested in them sexually. See, I would agree with that for myself, even though I'm not even yeah. dummy. Well, I would say yes, because I aesthetically like a lot of people. Yeah. So I've only been sexually like attracted exactly. to three people. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. When I'm in a relationship with someone who I've bonded closely with, it's almost impossible for me to feel sexual attraction to anyone else but them. Yes, obviously. What? These are obvious. This is a much better quiz. This is a much better quiz, but as an ace person taking this quiz, I don't know what to answer. Well, yeah. I mean, I guess I would, I would agree. I don't, I don't know. I'm extremely uncomfortable with sexual advances from other people. I agree. It depends on the person. Yeah. From some, for some people, I am very uncomfortable. For some people, I'm like, this is a normal thing that we do. Yeah. What do I say? I don't know. There's only agree and disagree. I don't know. I would say, I mean, I'm going to say no, because I think if I was asexual, then the answer would be, well, no, because some asexual people have sex. Yeah. I mean, I'm just going to say I disagree, because I, I don't know. The next one is, I've never experienced love at first sight, and one of the options is very rarely, so I've very, very rarely, rarely never, never experienced <laughs> love at first sight. I was like, who made this? I just want to talk. Uh, <laughs> I agree. I don't, yeah, I agree. I have not. I agree. I fall in love with the inner character of a person after becoming close to them. Their outer qualities are unimportant to me. I mean, I see, yes, but also the outer qualities aren't unimportant to me. Yeah. They're just not. As not as important. Maybe I'll say there's an option for that's usually the case. Because I also have dated some ugly people in my day. Jesus. They don't listen. Maybe they do. Uh, I have a libido, but I rarely sleep around. The thought of having a one-night stand makes me feel a bit sick. Yeah, that's true. What if, I what if I don't have a libido? Well, I have a libido. <laughs> well you have a libido. Everyone yeah. has a libido. Yours is just, well, not, doing anything. not to speak for you, but I think it is. <laughs> I guess I have Kayla assumes. I guess I haven't asked you about your libido re- lately, but like... Please don't. Please. <laughs> um, it's extremely rare for me to take any sexual interest in the body of a stranger. Agree. Agree. I scored a 75. I scored a 90. No! This isn't right. <laughs> I'm more demi than I am ace, and oh, I'm more is, demi okay. than Kayla. This also... Okay, so we're both apparently demi. Interestingly, though, this has a whole paragraph of excla- explanation where the asexual one did not. So this asexual one, says, one had a lot of explanation. 
I didn't get an explanation. Oh, asexual one has a very long thing. Oh, I didn't get it because it said I wasn't one. Apparently, I didn't deserve yeah. it. Yeah, that's hilarious to me that it thinks I'm more demi than you. I mean, technically, though, aren't you more demi than me? <laughs> As an asexual, <laughs> I'm just even more selective. <laughs> I mean, like, kind of right though, like yeah, on the asexual spectrum. But I think some of some of the questions I just I couldn't yeah. I couldn't answer correctly because there were no options that correctly I would like I would like to read this description because I think some parts are right and some parts seem not great um as a demisexual first of all a demi I am uh, yeah. a demi we were I, calling them gay? an asexual too when I yeah was no as a demi I guess well I don't know I don't think they have the right to do that I can say that but anyway uh, you only develop feelings of sexual attraction for a person after developing deep emotional or mental connections with them first true. This means that you may spontaneously develop feelings or desire for any person in your life to, of whom you have closely bonded with. I don't think that's true. That's not true. For me, at least, that's not true. I guess I don't know about other people. Otherwise, it's very rare for you to feel an immediate attraction to a person based on looks or personality. Well, it depends on type of attraction. Yeah. There's... I can immediately feel romantic attraction to someone, probably. I don't know. Actually, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I guess I don't know. It's all a mystery. Hold on. Uh, for this reason, you fall into the middle of the asexual and sexual spectrum. The middle. I would say demisexual is pretty in the middle. Right in the middle? Though? I mean, nothing's right in the middle. Yeah, it's Except for the middle of the universe. There. Oh! We'll to... <gasps> Did I tell you? My boyfriend listens to this podcast. Hello. I guess Hi, I don't dude. know if you're listening currently, but uh, hello. Hi. Um, he, we were at like a party and he was like, oh, I had something to tell you. And I was like, what? And he thought for forever because he couldn't remember. And he was like, oh... Um, there's no center of the universe. And I was like, Good. right now? Thank you, Dean. We had plans to go back later and get a whiteboard and draw it out, but then we were drunk and that didn't happen. Thank you, Dean. Well, I don't know his current stance because then I got in a lengthy discussion with him about it, so I don't know if I changed his mind or not, so don't. You didn't. Thank you, Dean. Experiencing no primary attraction to people, but forming secondary attraction to people you've connected with deeply. I've never heard... What is primary and secondary attraction? I've never heard of this before. As such, it's very rare for you to feel aroused by pornography or to be manipulated by society's use of sex to sell products. Also, it's very uncommon and perhaps impossible for you to cheat or to feel attracted to many different people in your life at one time. I don't agree with any of that. I'm sorry, I wasn't listening, but I agree. It was just saying, like, <laughs> you very rarely like porn or, like, society's use of sex to sell products. Oh. I don't know, personally, yeah, but I, you can't say that about yes, everyone. Yeah. I mean, it's it's probably um, common. Yeah, this also says it's uncommon and perhaps impossible for you to cheat. Mm. I don't think that's how it works. I don't think that's how cheating works. Cheating uh, is just a it's just choice that what you make. You do. I, yeah. it's, it's not, like, you can, you can be in a relationship with, well... In a, in a relationship with someone and have feelings for someone else. Mm-hmm. It also depends on whether it's an open relationship or not. Like, there's a lot happening yeah. there. But also, you can have feelings for someone else and not act on it and have that not be yeah. technically cheating. Or you can technically cheat on someone without actually having feelings for the person that you're cheating with. Yeah, I mean, just be personally, I don't think I'd have ever have sex with someone I didn't feel romantically, like, attached to. But I could. Theoretically, well, I have, my body has the ability to do so. I just don't think I could ever do that. And also, that. just because you're demi doesn't necessarily mean that you can only be romantically attracted to one person at a time. Yeah, it did also say that you are can you're probably only attracted to one person 
at a time, which... But that's not necessarily true. No, because you can have, like, multiple crushes at a time. Yeah, like, you could be in a polyamorous relationship. Mm -hmm. Like, there's a... There's a lot there. Yeah. That could... So, I... Ma'am of LonerWolf.com, you're making me look dumb. Can I read you a part of their thing about asexuality? Yes. Some of them are... uh, Some of it's okay. (coughs) This fun paragraph says, Asexuals embody a wide spectrum of people. They range from flat-out asexuals, with an apostrophe for some reason, who enjoy the companionship and romanticism of being in a relationship and will leave enough sex to produce a child or please their partner, but not for their own pleasure, as well as those who are completely aromantic. Totally different thing. Yeah, those are... Those who are completely aromantic, where the thought of intimate physical contact with another person makes them feel ill. That's not what aromanticism means. Oh, boy. Yeah, if I just think of another person having a body, I puke. I, I get a fever. That's fair. The only thing that can cure that fever is more cowbell. Oh, shit, I knew that was coming. <laughs> I still am angry. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. This is just bad. Also, it's giving, like, it's like famous asexuals, but it's like, all of these are, none of them are confirmed, because... Who is it? It's like... Some of them are confirmed. Nikola Tesla... Isaac okay. Newton. Never mind. No, that was confirmed. Tim Gunn is confirmed. Tim okay. Gunn is Tim confirmed. Gunn. So is Emily <gasps> Bronte. Paula Poundstone. That's if any of you also grew up listening to NPR, Paula Poundstone, comedian NPR woman, is confirmed asexual, which I learned recently, and it's very exciting. That's for me. exciting. But yikes! I just this upsets me. And like I, th- this, looking at this, it's clearly trying to, to. Because they're saying, like, asexuals can easily feel isolated, confused, and misunderstood, which is like, yeah, that's true. And, like, they're they're basically, they're trying to validate asexuality, but they're not doing it in the best way. Yeah. I, it just, like, really seems like the this person, like, read a couple things on Avon and maybe some shit on Wikipedia that wasn't And decided true. they were an expert. And was like, I'm just gonna... Yeah. just gonna do it. Yeah. Well... I think one of the other questions we got was kind of how we feel about using quizzes to begin with when you're, like, questioning. Yeah. Here's, here are my thoughts. I think taking quizzes can be helpful when you're questioning. Also fun. Also a good time. But I think there are a couple problems with them. One, you should not be using a quiz to determine what your sexuality is. Yeah. That yeah. needs to be something that you decide yeah. on your own. And maybe a quiz might help point you in the right direction. Mm-hmm. But it's not like um, a Hogwarts house quiz, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't take it as gospel. Not that you should take a Hogwarts house quiz as gospel. But it's not the sorting hat. Only the sorting hat is right. Okay. But there's that. Also, you can't... These quizzes aren't reliably woke, I guess <laughs> you can say. Yeah. So, like... Sometimes you will get asked questions on these quizzes that are just, they're, they're more binary than the reality is, and you don't find yourself, like, none of the options really reflect your experience, which, like, that makes sense, because quizzes often, they only have so many answer options, which is why I like the ones where it's, like, you rate it on, like, a scale, because mm-hmm. then it's, like, those are hard, but also... They're better. They're better. Um, I learned that also in my survey class. Yes. But... I think they can be problematic in that sense because they don't 
they may not be woke enough, they may not accurately be reflecting what it actually means to be a spec or just to anything. Mm-hmm. And so I think they can be helpful, but they should not they should not be making any decisions for you. Yeah, I think where they probably could be most helpful is your reactions to the questions. Yeah. Like in the way that we were reading this and being like I can't really answer that or like I would rather answer this way, mm-hmm. I think that could tell you more like your reactions to the quiz and the questions could probably tell you more than what the actual quiz is going to put out for you. Yeah. Because I think that... Because well, this quiz told me that I was 60% ace and 90% demi. Yeah. And I am not demi, but I am ace. Right. <laughs> but I think the way you reacted to the, a lot of the questions mm-hmm. is telling of, of what you actually are. Yeah. Like, if as an asexual person I don't know how, how to answer this or like, you know, whatever. Yeah. So I think like, to me that's the most useful way you could use it to help you if you're questioning yeah and i think if you are it could be a good way to learn about new sexualities like if it's like what's your sexuality and then it's like here is all the sexualities that could happen yeah like that could be a way to learn about if it's accurate if it's accurate yeah like if it's gonna be one like this where these people seemingly aren't queer at all yeah then like not as helpful in teaching you exactly what these things are, but if it was, then yeah. Yeah. So TLDR quizzes? Eh. Eh. Yeah. Yeah. BuzzFeed quizzes are a great time, though. Quiz- I, I mean, quizzes in general are fun to take. I took some quizzes today about <laughs> of which dog of the golden ratio I was, and the first quiz was an older quiz, so I got Maggie, also known as Schmeeg. And Schmeeg died a couple weeks ago, and I was very sad. So you're dead. And thank you. And then I took a more <laughs> recent one, because they, because Schmeeg died, but then they also started fostering a new dog named Riley, and so then there was an updated quiz, and I got, um, I got Jasmine. Oh. I like the golden ratio. I spent a lot of time on their wiki page today. I, I was There's a part of their wiki page where it explains how to tell them apart, and I was studying it. Do we have... A, I would like a wiki page where it describes how to keep our voices apart. That's it. Please. Yeah. Whoever wants to get on that. For those of you who don't know, the golden ratio is this couple who currently have five golden retrievers. And they're lovely. There was Schmeek. Did they foster them all? Uh, so the Venk and um, Hopper, they got as puppies. And then Schmeeg, Jasmine, the new one Riley, and Queso were all dogs that they fostered and then ended up adopting. They have fostered a couple other dogs, including Sizzle, who was then adopted by Matt Nelson's mom. Matt Nelson Ooh. being the We Rate Dogs guy. I love a crossover. Yes. So, but it's, I follow their Snapchat. It's so lovely. I was reading about the, the mom today. She's a professor. How? Does she have the time? <laughs> and she runs a lot. And so she's like Hopper and Venk, Venkman, who was named after. Hopper and Venkman are both named after science people. Venkman being named after the guy from um, Ghostbusters. Uh-huh. <laughs> but they're all girls except for Riley. Riley is a boy. Wow. And he's the first boy they had. Anyway, 
There's just a lot going on. Sometimes they live in D.C., but on holidays they go to the Florida Keys because that's where they're from. Or that's where I think the mom is from. There's an elevator that they use when they're in the Florida Keys. There's a, there's a, there's a rock that, I can't remember if it's Hopper or Venk. Or is it Queso? One of them really loves this rock, and they've named it Dwayne the Rock Johnson. I hate that. They're they're truly lovely. They get they get carrots every day. The older ones are team um, roasty because their teeth are old, and so they they like them to be squishier. Some of them are team crunch. Venkman is team chaos. <laughs> why is this half? Why are we doing? And then this on right the now? on the weekends they get waffles. That doesn't seem healthy, but okay. Well, they, like, make their own waffles. Okay. They're dog-approved waffles. waffles. And sometimes, if they're out of carrots, they have meatballs. I just, like, don't know why this just happened. I took a quiz. I know what you did. I know. I love them. I know. And I got into a real rabbit hole today. A dog hole, if you will. Shocking news. Sarah just got sucked in by the internet. Shocking news. So, um... If you're not familiar with the golden ratio, check them out. Yeah. Okay. I had something else and I forgot. What's our poll? Oh, oh no. Are these good? No and probably no. <laughs> well, I, I feel like I have a... Like, are quizzes helpful for sexuality? But then it's like, yes. We don't want to make another bad we question don't. just like these quizzes do. <laughs> Yeah, and it's hard to be like, yes, and I'm queer, because not all queer people necessarily have taken How, what it. About, what about, like, have you ever taken a quiz to help you figure out your sexuality? Okay. And then comment should, below should, your experience. Should we do it, like, no. Okay. Yes and no. Yes and no. Yes and no. Please help. comment in the description box below. Nice. Yeah. What's your beef of the week? Can I tell you my beef of the week? Yeah. My beef of the week is when you break out right before graduation when you're going to take a bunch I of saw, pictures. I saw that tweet. And also when um you're like, I'm going to not touch my face so that it, it, it heals. I my face right now. <laughs> and then um I messed with my face a bunch last night. Um, I almost didn't wash my face this morning because I was tired, and then I remembered your tweet about breaking up before graduation, and I was like, I'm gonna wash my face. I don't want that to be me. I washed my face last night, and then I kept touching it, and yeah, I was, like, messing with it, and I was like, <laughs> I have no self-control. So. Uh, my beef of the week is I didn't know what I was doing with my grad cap, and yesterday, inspiration struck me. I have been embroidered. I have not been embroidered in a very long time, but I got into embroidering over, like, holiday break like Christmas break and I was like I know what I'll do I'll make cute little patches of things that like mean things and I'll put them on my cap I decided this yesterday also yesterday I got long acrylic nails now it's hard and I only have until <laughs> tomorrow to finish this <laughs> Friday to finish this it's Wednesday right now I instruction struck me late I have big nails my hands hurt goodbye <laughs> I knew I wanted to decorate my cap and I knew that there was a quote I wanted to nice put on it they do but I also didn't want to be a basic bitch, and I got super stressed about how I was going to decorate it, decorate and it. I spent a lot of time at Michael's with my sister, and I think I know how I'm going to decorate mm. it now, because I was brainstorming at work, but I might just panic and return the stuff anyway. I don't know. So you might not decorate it at all. Even though I've had a quote chosen for a year. You should do something. <laughs> we'll figure it out. When do you? Do you do your first one on Thursday? Yeah, but I don't have to wear it till Big House, so. Do you not wear your cap to Little Ones? 
It's just a reception. My majors are much smaller than yours. So my my graduation stuff, they're just receptions. They're not ceremonies. Oh, so you don't even... Uh, I'm not even technically walking at all. That's weird. Yeah, I guess you're not. Weird. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, reminder, live stream. May 17th, 5.30 Eastern. I'll also start putting this out now. We haven't met our goal for getting merch on Patreon yet. Uh, our goal is by the time we get like $150 a month pledged to us, we'll work on merch. We're not quite there yet, but I want to start trying to figure stuff out I mean, now. your argument on Patreon is not the strongest. It's it just, just says, IDK some, some merch? That's not convincing. I mean, I don't think any of them have ever been convincing. I don't <laughs> think that's what, I don't think reading that description is really what gets people, either. I guess I can work on it if you're really mad about it, or you could just do it. Um, so if you're an artist, and you have, like, some ideas, and want to, you know, that you'd want to donate some art? To maybe some merch. Yeah. Uh, or if you have ideas for what merch should be, let, let us know. Yeah, yeet. Yep. At Sounds Fake Pod for everything. Yep. I get sick of saying all the things. We used, to only, we used to only have a Twitter and an email, so it was much easier. <laughs> but there are, all of the links are in the, wherever the description of the podcast is, where we are listening. It's yep. all in there. If you want to give us money on our Patreon so that we can get merch. Uh, you can do that. Our patrons, our $2 patrons, are Keith McBlain, Roxanne, Alice is in Space, Anonymous, Quinn Pollock, Nathan Dennis, and Mariah Walter. $5. Jennifer Smart, Ashita Vinicotta, Austin Landry, Finney, Perry Fierro, my Aunt Jeannie, D, Benjamin Ibarra, and Megan Rowell. 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 New. New! Hello! Welcome to the club. $10. Kevin and Tessa at Dirty Uncle Kevin and at Tessa underscore M underscore K. Sarah Jones at Eternal Lolly and Arpness who'd like to promote the Trevor Project. $15. Nathaniel White, Nathaniel J. White Designs.com. And Anonymous who would like to promote the end of the semester. It's over. So yeah, they're promoting the end of it. Okay. It's the um, end. That's, I mean, I guess. Some people, it's not the end yet, so. I guess. Thanks for listening. Tune in next Sunday and on May 17th for more of us in your ears. And on your eyes. On May 17th. And until then, <laughs> take good care of your cows. I have a cow right here. It's Herbert. Hello, moo. Moo cow.